minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday morning. Oh, sorry about that. Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday morning broadcast at J.M. I woke up with a little headache this morning, and all and any little any little noise out of place is uh, catching me by complete surprise. Anyway, it's a Tuesday. Welcome everybody. Six thirty in the morning on this March eighteenth, the sixteenth of Adar two, the year five seven seven four. A special welcome to anybody who installed the J.M. in the A.M. app. Over the weekend, over Purim. It seems I'm hearing from a lot of people who have just recently, over the last couple of days, <clears throat> I guess they got together with family and friends and said, hey, how do you install that app so I could listen all day long to all the great programming? And uh, obviously people stepped in and went ahead and did so. So Kolak and I thank you for that. Yaakov Shweki had Ach Sameach off his brand new CD, Kolot. You heard Me, 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 brand new from Simcha Liner off Pischi Lee. Benny Friedman singing with the angels off B'nai Hechala. The Hora medley off the brand new dance with Sameach. The very best of Kalbach 
Chabad and Breslov with Soul Farm. You heard Kishoshana and Regesh. Regesh, Modani opening things up. As we say, good morning. Tuesday morning with 27 degrees. It just doesn't want to get warmer. It is unbelievable. It just, this thing is lingering. This, this, this weather is lingering so long, and it just doesn't want to turn the corner. It's unbelievable. I know the first official day of spring is later this week. Maybe that'll encourage the weather to get a drop better. Who knows? But right now, 27 with a wind chill of 18, 53% humidity, winds are north, 9 miles an hour. Sunny today with a high 43. Then tonight, clear skies, low 32. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, high temperature, 44 degrees. We're at 68 in Yerushalayim, 66 in Tel Aviv and Haifa, 75 degrees in a lot. Now, that's weather I like. Give me a couple of weeks in a lot right now. That would serve me pretty well. Uh, 27 with a wind chill of 18 here in uh, Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Plenty coming up between now and 9 o'clock. By the way, uh, 9 o'clock this morning, Ellie Hagler with the Jewish Reaction Show. And then I have a couple of special guests who are going to be joining me. This Magerman edition brand new children's sitter is making an unbelievable splash out there. In the world of education. And I have both the series uh, coordinator, the editor of the series, and the uh, author of one of the two brand new Sidurim uh, that I'm going to be speaking with between 10 and 11 on the stream at jmandam.org. A very, very interesting and very possibly revolutionary uh, idea coming to the world of education when it comes to tefillah, when it comes to prayer. So we'll do all that coming up right here. At JM in the AM Tuesday morning, a combination of uh, Shalshelis and the Maccabees and the brand new Shalshelis Connections. Good morning. It's Tuesday at JM in the AM.
soon there'll be no hesitating so soon soon the pleasure soon the treasure just one heart that beats forever soon a word not needed ever so soon but soon just be soon enough for me oh can't you see time seems to travel endlessly
Shalom Rav done by Shimon Kramer, who was great as the lead singer this past Saturday night at the Yeshiva University Purim Chagiga. Was there with the Neshama Orchestra, of course, did a great job. Yossi Green's Shades of Hips, you heard soon, done by Yidl. Leva Nefesh had a and of course, opened it up with Shalshalas and the Maccabees with Yasimcha off of the brand new Shalshalas Connections. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listen to sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. News from Israel coming up next. Yeshiva League sports update about 20 minutes away. Boy, oh boy. There's a lot to talk about as the uh, seasons are coming to an end. Some already have come to an end. Uh, Elliot Weiselberg will have the uh, Yeshiva League sports update 20 minutes from now right here at JM in the AM. Make sure to be tuned in for that. Sarachek tournament is about 10 days away. We'll have all the uh, information about that. It'll be happening up at Yeshiva University beginning a week from Thursday. Got on in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. JM in the AM on this Tuesday with a reminder that um, there is a uh, wonderful show called the Top 9 at 9 that Yossi Zweig hosts on Tuesday evening at 9 p.m. on our stream at jmtheam.org. In order to put together the 9 at 9, we need your votes. Go to the 9 at 9 link now at the top of com and vote for your favorite song. We'll see if your favorite song ends up near the top tonight at 9 p.m. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 1 p.m. newscast next at JMNAM. איתן חייה שעמד בעבר בראש כנופיה שהבריא חסמים לניו יורק הוא העבריין המוכר שנעצר במסגרת פרשת סחיטת בעלי אולם האירועים ביפו מעצרו הוערך היום בתשעה ימים עורך דינו יניב סגב אומר נראה שהמשטרה לא למדה לקח מפרשת הברנואר אני מציע להיזהר במסקנות שנכפזים אליהם אך לפני כמה שבועות ראינו מה קרה במקרה דומה 
הדבר המתבקש הוא שהחשדות ייבדקו עד תומם, ויותר מזה, מדובר ככל הנראה בשני עדי מדינה שהעבר שלהם הוא מאוד מאוד בעייתי, אני יודע שגם ההווה שלהם לפחות לגבי אחד מהם. קפטנו שרון פולבר מוסרת שכעת מבקשת המשטרה להאריך את מעצרו של מנהל קבוצת הכדורגל החשוד בפרשה. סגן שר האוצר מיקי לוי אומר, נבצע את התוכנית לאפס מע"מ על דירה ראשונה, למרות ההתנגדויות לכך שההטבה תוענק רק למי ששירת בצבא. הוא דיבר בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים. זה מדהים, הרי עד לפני שבוע אומרים, נו מה עושים, מה עושים? זהו מהלך דרמטי. נכון, יעלה למשרד האוצר כסף, אין לנו ברירה אחרת אלא לתת איזשהו פתח של תקווה לאותם זוגות צעירים, עובדים ומשרתים. ראש הממשלה נתניהו אומר היום בוועידת הנגב בשדרות, נמשיך להגיב על כל ירי ולמנוע הברחות נשק. אתם יודעים יפה מאוד שמדינת ישראל מוקפת בטילים. אנחנו לא מוכנים לקבל לא טפטוף טילים ולא מכות טילים, והמדיניות שלי מאוד ברורה. על כל ירי תגובה חריפה מיידית. זה דבר ראשון. והדבר השני... אנחנו גם פועלים לסכל, לסכל משלוחי נשק ביבשה, באוויר, בים, וגם לסכל, לפגוע באלה שבאים לפגוע בנו. ועדת החוקה של הכנסת דנה בחוק הדיור למרות התנגדות הבית היהודי. כתבנו יותם ברגר. גורמים בבית היהודי מגנים את הכוונה לאשר את חוק הגיור ואומרים לא יכול להיות שחוק כל כך מהותי יעבור במחטף בניגוד להסכמות. החוק של חבר הכנסת אלעזר שטרן יאפשר לרבני ערים להקים בתי דין לגיור ויפתח את אזורי הרישום כך שכל אדם החפץ להתגייר יוכל לבצע את הליך הגיור בכל בית דין בלי קשר למקום מגוריו. אישור החוק לקריאה שנייה ושלישית יוכל להיחשב הישג עבור מפלגת התנועה זאת לאחר שבשבוע שעבר הייתה חברת הקואליציה היחידה שלא העבירה אף חוק משמעותי. פרס ישראל בתחום מפעל חיים, תרומה מיוחדת לחברה ולמדינה, יוענק השנה לעדינה בר שלום, מייסדת המכללה החרדית בירושלים, ולאבי נאור, מקים עמותת אור ירוק. בר שלום היא בתו של הרב עובדיה יוסף, זכרו לברכה. בנו של נאור, רן, נהרג בתאונת דרכים, שאחריה החליט אבי להקדיש את חייו למאבק בתאונות. התחזית, בלילה ייתכן גשם מקומי קל. ולסיום, הכל זהב בגלי צה"ל. חודש שידורים מיוחד שיוקדש לאוכלוסיית הקשישים בישראל. בשעה הבאה של עושים צהריים, יעל דן תשוחח על ענייני היום עם גאולה וטובה, דיירות בדיור מוגן, שישמשו פרשניות התוכנית בחודש הקרוב. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
Yeah. 
دیروز به تو پشه دیروز به تو پشه بیرت خیلی لوله منتی دیروز به تو پشه دیروز به تو پشه بیرت خیلی Kabeel Hashem, J.M. and the A.M., that's, of course, Diaspora Lule Hamanti here on a Tuesday morning broadcast. Before that, you heard the uh, Aryeh Kunstler single that he introduced at the uh, Cedar Market Show, the pre-perm celebration last week that's called Bitru, and Lipa had Kaf Al Kaf to open up the 7 o'clock hour. J.M. and the A.M., about four minutes away from our Yeshiva League sports update. That'll be coming up here on a J.M. and the A.M. Tuesday. Elliot Weiselberg has prepared that. And we will uh, get the word from him regarding the uh, Yeshiva League sports coming up uh, just a few minutes from now. Sunny today with a high temperature of 43. We're at 27 right now. I want to give a a special thank you to those who have uh, joined the effort in the search for Parrot Suntag of Muncie, New York, who's been missing since Friday. Uh, we are told that volunteers have been uh, searching uh, four parrots um, over the last few days since uh, he was reported missing on uh, Friday. And I call a kavod to everybody in the community who has stepped up in support of his uh, family and uh, in trying to uh, find his whereabouts. And let us hope that, in fact, uh, this episode ends with... Uh, with great joy and peace for the family and for everybody in the community. And a big yesh o'clock again to everybody who's pitching in. 17 minutes after 7 o'clock, JM and the AM on this Tuesday. Around the world at jmtheam.org. I thank all of you for tuning in. A reminder, those of you who did not have an opportunity over the last couple of weeks to help us during Fundraising Marathon 2014, don't forget 
You have the opportunity to do so right now. All you got to do is go to jmtheam.org. If you go to the top of our pledge page, or I should say the top of our home page, you'll see an instant pledge box. A uh, very, very easy way for you to help us out and uh, give us something toward the 2014 fundraising marathon. So, again, instant pledge box at the very top of jmtheam.org. And whatever you give is certainly much appreciated. More coming up. The Alhamazon CD is next at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. from the Al Hamazone album here on a Tuesday morning. 22 minutes after 7 o'clock, it is time for our Yeshiva League sports update. Some of the sports have already finished their seasons. Others continue and are actually getting to the height of all the excitement with the big playoff push. And in some cases, championship games. Elliot Weiselberg has all the information. We call it the Tuesday morning Yeshiva League sports update right here at J.M. in the A.M. Thanks, Nachum. everyone, with the basketball season all wrapped up. It's time for hockey to take center stage. But don't think for a second that means we will be without basketball for you this morning, as we have Sarachek news on the horizon. Good morning and welcome to the Tuesday morning J.M. in the A.M. sports update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. The Varsity Hockey Championships are set after the final piece fell into place last Tuesday night. East number one seed DRS trounced West number two seed Frisch eight to one in DRS to set up the All East Championship between the DRS Wildcats and the Hafter Hawks. This will be the second year in a row that two teams from the same division will meet up for the championship, as TABC and MTA squared off in an All West battle last year. Ironically, both of those teams made their finals by defeating the two that are competing this year. DRS took both games during the regular season and have proven to be a tough nut to crack for Hafter over the last few years. The last time these two schools met in a varsity final was in 2009, with Hafter walking away victorious. But since then, DRS has posted two titles of their own, one in 2010 and the other 2012. There will be the 345 main event following the JV Championship between Eastern Division Champion Rambam and Western Division Champion and five-time defending JV Champion TABC. These two teams have seen each other before, last playing in the 2011 JV Championship, where TABC won their third in the streak, defeating the Ravens 2-0. That game will begin at 1.45. Both games will be played at Lawrence Middle School in Lawrence, New York. Moving over to the junior high ranks, congratulations to SAR for winning the Hamish Hockey Championship last week 5-3 over Noam. The MYJHHL Championship will take place next week featuring two teams who are extremely familiar with each other, the Hartora Hattricks, 2-1 come from behind winners over Flatbush in their semi, and the Hank Cavs, 5-2 winners over Halb in theirs. That game will be played in DRS next Thursday at 7 p.m. Finally, the Sarachek seedings and opening round matchups have been announced. The top spot in this year's event went to defending champion Eula, with MYHSBL champion North Shore being pushed back into the second seed. Joining them in earning first-day buys are Hafter and Yavna of Dallas. First-day matchups for the Yeshiva League teams are as follows. Number 5, TABC, will take on number 12, Hillel of Miami. Number 8, Frisch, will take on number 9, Maimonides of Boston. And number 10, MTA, will play number 7, Ida Crown. All of those teams will have the chance to play for the Tier 1 crown. Winners advance to the Tier 1 quarterfinals against the aforementioned bye teams. Losers will drop to the lower tier brackets. The tournament will run from next Thursday until the following Monday and will be covered in incredible detail by the crew at Max Live. You don't have to miss any of the action. Just tune in on MaxLive.com for all Sarachek games. Before we run out of time, I'd like to wish a mazel tov to my longtime friend Adam Brick and the SAR JV Lady Sting on their JV championship last week. Because of the holiday, the court report was on hiatus this week, but we'll be back next week with a potential scheduling tweak because of the timing of the hockey championships. Stay tuned for programming details and more information to make sure that you don't miss any part of the hockey or Sarachek news. Only on the Nachum Siegel Network, NachumSiegel.com. This has been the Tuesday Morning JM in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg.
Jeremy Gason on a uh, selection that we were not able to get on the air on Shushan Purim, but we made sure to get on today. Uh, I want to thank a, a listener who reminded us about that selection. Tuesday morning broadcast, Mordechai Yatza, words from the Megillah, of course, as we, yeah, we keep extending the holiday. Why not? Especially now in the month of Adar, who would be complaining? 7.30 in the morning on a, uh, a Tuesday morning broadcast from David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. It says in the Sefer Chassidim, the essence of prayer is the joy of loving Hashem. The Vilna Gaon writes that Moshe Rabbeinu had a Kabbalah, a tradition, that every tefillah in which the word na would be repeated twice, it would be accepted. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu said, Kel na refonalah. Please heal Miriam, and his tefillah was accepted. However, when he wanted to enter into Eretz Yisrael, he said, Ebrona, let me pass over. And he wanted to add one additional na, but Hashem said, Al Toisev, don't add another word, don't say na an additional time. The Vilna Goyen asks the question, we have to understand, why did Hashem hold him back from being Messiah his tefillah, from concluding his prayer. If Hashem wants to answer him, it's enough to say na one time. And if not, even if Moshe Rabbeinu will say it two times, he still won't be answered. However, the Vilna Goyen answers that tefillah is something that is according to the laws of the nature of the world. Hashem established in his world that tefillah was to be heard. With its power, it can tear up gezeras, decrees, Therefore, Hashem did not want to be Mishana de Teva, to change the nature by not accepting the prayer. Therefore, He didn't allow Moshe Rabbeinu to complete His tefillah. The Rambam says in Hilchus Tefillah, any tefillah that is said without kavana, feeling and intention, 
is not a tefillah. It's not a prayer. The Taz says, what is kavana? A person should turn their heart and all of their thoughts and see themselves as if they were davening in front of the Shekhinah. The Vilna Goyen says that a good way for a person to gain kavana is to look at the oisios, the letters in the Siddur. In Brochus we learn that Rabbi Akiva's concentration in tefillah was outstanding. When he prayed together with the tzibor, the congregation, he was brief and he finished quickly. He did not want to be matriach or inconvenience the rest of the people. But when he prayed alone, it was with such islavus, such enthusiasm, that they could leave him in one corner, and later they would find that he was in the opposite corner. A person once came to the great Rishoner, and he told him he had done many averis, many sins. He asked the Rishoner, Could you please give me a tik and tshuva? Could you give me a course in which I can repent? The Rishoner looked at him and said the following, Whenever you pray, whenever you daven, even if you are saying a single bracha, I want you to pray from a sitter, looking at the words. If you will do this, you will have complete repentance and your tshuva will be accepted. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning physic. Have a nice day. Jam in the AM. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. Patak's annual scholarship dinner takes place this coming Sunday at the New York Grand Hyatt Hotel in New York City. It includes a memorial tribute to uh, Mrs. Erica Friedman, uh, professional leadership award to Yael and Evan Kroll, and Rabbi Mordechai Willig, Rosh Hashiva at Reitz, and Rabbi of the Young Israel of Riverdale is going to be the keynote speaker. With us live via telephone, our good friend, Dr. Joel Rosenshine, who has a special guest with us on the phone as well. Dr. Rosenshine, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, I'm sorry. I was just there at the fundraiser. But, you know, the fundraiser is so much excitement that we're not able to say how great Nachum is because everybody's telling you how great you are. So I have to add again my blessings to Nachum. He's always there. And today we have at the top the real special education programs which started over 30 years ago. And I have with me a very important guest, the director of the top, Dr. Judah Weller, the principal of the top, who's going to talk to us about what the top does. Dr. Weller. Dr. Weller, good morning to you. Good morning, Nachum. Thank you so much for having us on. Is it almost 40 years already for Uh, Patak? Close, close, 37. Unbelievable. And uh, today, it's like, uh, you know, everyone knows that Patak is part of our uh, yeshiva school system and is such an important component to help students. It was not always like this. Uh, Go back to the very early days of the founding of Patak. Well, you know, we continue to have... uh, the ability to help children uh, change their lives and really become productive members of our community. But back then, people didn't realize how important this was, right? Well, we always had children who just didn't quite make it, didn't quite fit in, and uh, you know, didn't look forward to productive futures. And, and uh, back then, there were always children who stuck out, who didn't really learn the way everybody else learned. And in many cases, they were just dismissed as either lazy or with other problems, and nobody really considered that if they had an adjustment in the way they learned or in the type of system that they were in the yeshiva, they'd be able to thrive, right? 
That's absolutely correct. Or Chas Vashem, they had to go to public school, and they were lost to our community. All right, so Patach has uh, done what with uh, with the staff and with the program? What have they done in order to uh, include all of these children over all these years? Well, all within mainstream programs, we were the innovators in doing that in mainstream schools. We have either resource room programs or self-contained classes that go alongside the mainstream classes where children can be educated alongside their siblings and peers and fully take part of a mainstream Jewish education. Um, And with this kind of instruction, we have proven over the years that these children can learn, they can be productive, uh, and they can really get a sense of self that will enable them to function very productively later on in life. Dr. Judah Weller is with us. Do you have any clue how many students' lives you've changed over these close to four decades? I have to say it's in the thousands at it's this point, and we're very proud of it. Thousands. We have programs in Israel. We have programs all across the United States. It is really amazing and incredible. It's one of the reasons why your dinner is so well attended. There's so many families and friends that have been affected by your work, right? Right, and we continue to, to, to have a need, a huge need within the community because uh, as the population of, of Jewish children in yeshivas grows, so too, according to the, to the statistics, the population of children who need to learn differently continues to grow. And we have a, a problem today that... Uh, I call it misplaced sympathies, where there are a lot of schools that are accepting children who really cannot make it in a in a large class simply because they can't process the language, they can't process, they can't comprehend the way their peers do. And the only way for them to learn, and they can learn, but it's within a small class and with specialized instruction. You know, Dr. Weller, yeshiva tuition, many people say, is very expensive. You're familiar with that, right? That's correct. Patach, and of course, no fault of theirs, just because of the amazing program and the incredible staff that you provide, Patach costs even more for parents who want to take advantage of their services. That's that's unfortunately correct, Nachum. The small classes, you're talking about eight or nine children in the class with a teacher and an assistant, with all the... uh, specialists that go along there. We have our own speech and language pathologists, our own social workers, our own psychologists. We have OTs. We have specialty programs. It's very expensive. The tuition is over $40,000 a year, and there are very, very few parents who can afford to pay that level of tuition. Yeah, no question about it. It's one of the reasons why this Sunday's dinner is so important, everybody. I point out that the Batach Annual Scholarship Dinner is this Sunday night at the New York Grand Hyatt Hotel. Everyone is encouraged to place reservations and to help out. Uh, whether your family has been uh, the beneficiaries of the service or not, they are doing amazing work for people in our community. And Dr. Weller, if we uh, if we w- if we would take this opportunity, if we would in fact take the opportunity to, um, in a positive way, embarrass some people in our community, you could list hundreds of amazing alumni of Patach who are now incredible contributors to both the Jewish and secular world. Right? Absolutely, Nachum. Uh, children with the most severe learning disability, if they're educated appropriately, if they get the services they need, if we, the community, support them, they can lead very productive and, and very contributory lives to the community. That's what it's all about. All right, uh, tell me about the honorees for this coming Sunday night. Well, one of the uh, one of the honorees is a uh, was a, a rebbe and a psychologist within our program. He's a local um, Passaic, uh Psychologist. His name is Dr. Evan, and his wife, Yael Kroll, have been fantastic supporters and innovators within the program. Um, they worked with us for many years at our Yeshiva University High School for Boys program, um, and they really have stepped up to the plate to really support Batak, support our cause, and support our students. All right. Who else do you have? 
Well, we have uh, Mrs. Uh, we're doing a special memorial tri- memorial tribute to, to Mrs. Erica Friedman, which we're presenting to her husband, Dr. Ira Zogazunzain, and his and his uh, family. Mrs. Friedman was one of the founders of Patak 37 years ago. Um, she had huge energy and determination because she really had the vision to really understand how these children need to be educated in a yeshiva setting. Um, and we're, we're, we're happy to be able to present this family to her, to her family, to memorialize her and to pay tribute to what she accomplished over her lifetime. And in addition, Rabbi Willig is going to be your keynote speaker on Sunday. Absolutely. It, it's very ironic. Thirty years ago, Rabbi Willig, who has been a, a constant, constant supporter of Patach, did the same thing for us at our dinner. We found some <laughs> literature that he, he was our keynote speaker in 1984 um, at our dinner. And once again, Rabbi Willick is stepping up to the plate to really uh, show his support for Patach. He has used his influence across the entire community uh, to show the importance of Patach and how important it is, the work that we do. And he's honoring us again by speaking at this year's dinner. Well, he's amazing, and it's worth, the, uh, it's worth going to the dinner, folks, just to hear Rabbi Willick and his words about this very important organization. Uh, the phone number at the Patach office to place your reservations for Sunday and to support their incredible work is area code 718-854-8600. That's 718-854-8600. Uh, you can also go to the website, patach.org, P-T-A-C-H.org, and there's actually a way for you to place reservations through the website and to reserve your place for Sunday night at the uh, New York Grand Hyatt Hotel. Dr. Weller, anything you want to add? I think we just look forward to all our friends in the community to support us, to continue our very holy work, um, because we can't afford to lose our children. There's a huge emphasis today in the community about children who don't make it, and they get involved in things that are really inappropriate. But if people invest now when the children are young, the payoff is huge. And we can't afford not to do it when the time is right. 100% the payoff is enormous. Can I add one word? Sure. Besides YU, we have programs in Chaim Berlin, the Yaakov Mayor. We're the ones who follow your path, Nachum. We go all across the whole Orthodox community, right, left, and center. And when you were talking about the expensiveness of the programs, it's much more expensive to have to help the kids in the street. When they fail at the top, they land up in the street. When they fail to get the talk, I'm sorry, and they don't get their education, these are the kids who are juvenile delinquents who go on to drugs, etc. So it's the investment for the talk saves us hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, no question about that. I thank both. Dr. Rosenstein and Dr. Weller, I remind you that the Patach dinner is Sunday, 718-854-8600. You can go to the web, patach.org, P-T-A-C-H.org, for all the information. 18 minutes before 8 o'clock, this is JM in the AM.
That's Avram Freed off of the Keep Climbing CD. Before that, Rabbi Baruch Chait with Adon Alam off of Awake and Yitzhak Fuchs had Shir Ushvacha from the Mimamakim collection. 8 o'clock in the morning, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9. On the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. It is with great pleasure and uh, with extreme honor that I welcome into our studio the acting dean of the Rabbi Isaac Elchanan Theological Seminary. He is the acting dean of REITs. He is Rabbi Mark Menachem Penner, and he visits us this morning in a historic week for REITs, and we will explain right here at JMNAM. Rabbi Penner, it's a pleasure to welcome you here. Great to be here. Good morning. I alert our listeners, and I don't know if there's any room for anybody who actually wants to be in the room, but we'll find out coming up. The Chag Hasmicha Convocation happens up at Yeshiva University, uh, courtesy of Yeshiva Shrabenu Yitzchak Achanan, or by Isaac Achanan Theological Seminary, this coming Sunday. It all starts at 10 a.m. with a reception for the Mismachim, and the uh, a convocation happens officially at 12 noon. Up at Lamport Auditorium, Zeisman Hall at Amsterdam Avenue and 186th Street in New York City. This is essentially a sold-out event. As I said earlier, Rabbi Penner will give us the details if someone actually wants to be on the campus 
this coming Sunday. And obviously it is a historic week up at Yeshiva University with this amazing and incredible event happening on Sunday. Must be a lot of excitement up at REITs, up at YU, knowing what's happening this coming Sunday on campus. Yeah, the excited, the uh, campus is really coming alive. It's a very, very, very exciting thing. How many musmachim, how many rabbinic students will receive their ordination officially this coming Sunday? Well, actually, none officially this coming Sunday, in the sense that uh, the Chag smicha marks the fellows that have gotten smicha over the last four years. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets their smicha when they finish all the bechinas, and they're able to meet with all with the Rosh Yeshiva and get their official smicha. Uh, but we celebrate every four years, and we're going to have 230 young rabbis in front of us on Sunday. And that's really what's exciting. You get to really see the future of the Jewish community sitting before you. And uh, this all begs the question, I'm sure some people in our audience are curious, uh, most uh, academic institutions have an annual ceremony, some type of graduation, etc. Is this a Jewish tradition to do something every few years, or simply a uh, YU tradition, where it's gone like this uh, each time there's a Chag HaSmicha? Um, I think it's it, it's kind of both. There are a lot of yeshivas that don't do a Chag HaSmicha every single year. YU's always done it every three or four years, um, except in war years, where sometimes it's gone even longer. Um, it is such a grand event, and it takes so much time to plan this and put it together. That it's simply not practical to do something like this uh, every year. It takes over the entire yeshiva, and uh, it's a huge celebration. It's unusual that you could actually be here today, frankly, a few days beforehand. I appreciate. <laughs> I have a great team of people working back at the yeshiva, yes. I appreciate you clearing <laughs> the schedule. Uh, there will be a, first of all, have other Chagas Michos been this oversold where you're at a point where you're asking people to come to campus and actually watch the ceremony in alternate places? Yeah, the tickets are hotter than any ticket uh, in recent history. Um, the largest group we've ever had is 200. Um, we had 165 fellows at the last one. We had 200 uh, total, but 165 right. were able to come. We have over 200. Um, and so is it the sheer volume that's making this the hottest ticket in town? It's, it's the sheer volume and the fact that there's really not much that a that a parent or grandparent would rather see than their son get called up to officially receive his smicha. There, there's really no greater pleasure for somebody to see. And, and each student will, in fact, be each called student, up. Each student gets called up one by one. They've learned for many, many years to reach this point. And uh, after the Rosh Yeshiva address them, the president addresses them. They get called up one by one. It's an amazing thing to watch. Are there students who are already serving out of the New York area who are coming back Sunday? Many, many of the students. I actually, myself, missed my Chag HaSmicha by three months, which uh, <laughs> I was one of those June fellows who didn't finish by March. And I thought at the time, oh, I can't believe I missed it. But it was so much nicer because I had already been out in the field for three years. And um, I came back. There are people coming in from all over the world. Uh, to rejoin their Chaverim, to see their Rashi Yeshiva. And it is, from the moment that the students step on campus, they're just, they're dancing. It, it is an amazing thing. You mentioned the president of the university, of course. In addition, who has the schus, the privilege of addressing these rabbinical graduates this coming Sunday? Well, we'll have two of our uh, Rashi Yeshiva speaking, Rabbi Herschel Schechter and Rabbi Michael Rosenzweig. Wow. We get to speak for a few minutes. Uh, we also have two honorees. We always have two honorees, one lay leader and one uh, rabbinic leader. We have the schus of having with us Rabbi Gedalia Dov Schwartz from Chicago, who is receiving the highest award that we give to a Rav, the Rabbi Yosef Salavechik Aluf Torah Award. And we also have uh, Mr. Jay Schottenstein, also not a, not a small player. 
Uh, we're very excited to have the Schottensteins coming in as well to receive the Eitz Chaim Award. Wow. So they'll be speaking as well. And uh, there's always one Talmud who speaks on behalf of the entire group. Uh, Rabbi Yosef Bronstein from Far Rockaway will be speaking. And uh, it's very exciting. Um, if someone did want to be in the actual Lamport Auditorium at this point, that would be impossible, you would say, or I not? think there are two tickets on StubHub, which are... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which we hope to pay off whatever challenges we're having just with those two tickets. Um, it's very that, difficult. That's, that's your financial it's, strategy for the, the strategy future of the right university. Now, is, is the tickets? It's very difficult to get into Lamport itself. There are several other places on campus where people right. will be gathering. The old base medrash, uh, still you can get into. There's a few seats. Um, oh, as, same building right next door, right? Yes, right. yes. Um, and uh, there, there, there's still the opportunity to come and be part of that. Right. Uh, the, I mean, you'd be able to still meet people. Like, if you wanted yeah, to, right, I mean, there yeah, would be yeah, an opportunity yeah. to actually... You can definitely be there. All the Talmudim will be watching from the Gluck Base Medrash. Right. There's family viewing in certain places with the little kids. Uh, the ceremony ends at 2 o'clock. We close off Amsterdam Avenue. Wow. And we have a bandstand and the Shama and Eitan Katz. And we basically dance on four blocks of, uh, of Amsterdam Avenue. So that's for everybody. That must be a beautiful scene. It, it's, it's, it's really an amazing That thing happened to last watch. time as well? That happened last time. A little smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time, uh, we'll be closing the whole thing off. And, uh, it won't rain because it can't rain Impossible. on such a day. It will not rain. Who on would Sunday. dare? <laughs> Who would dare let it rain that day? Um, so, is it worth giving some type of information? I don't know, email, uh, web address, phone number. At this point, like, I mean, there may be people who want to be part of what you just described—these adjunct viewing areas. Would that be all right? Yeah. There is an email address uh, if you want tickets. It's chag five seven seven four at yu.edu. Simple as that. Chag c h a g five seven seven four at yu.edu. It says here that you're welcoming those who were in the Chag HaSmicha 50 years ago. That's as well. We also have the about? 50th anniversary class, those who were in the Chag HaSmicha in 1964. And uh, so we'll have four years of Musmachim from that time. Those Must include some very prominent rabbis at there this There are point. some, our own Rabbi Yosef Blau, the Mashkiach. Wow. There are quite a few names in Eretz Yisrael, though. Baruch Hashem, so many of the 50th anniversary names are in Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Rakefet, uh, Rabbi He's Riskin, Rabbi right. Berglass. Uh, it's a lot of it. Rabbi Shizgal from uh, Mosad of Cook. A lot of very exciting names. A lot of Jewish history there. A lot of Jewish history there. Uh, Rabbi Penner is here. He's acting dean of Reitz. This Sunday is a very special day for him. And, of course, everybody on campus up at Yeshiva University as Reitz celebrates the Chag HaSmicha. It happens now only every four years. And they're getting ready for the celebration this coming Sunday. You can report to us, and we'll use this opportunity uh, since we're talking about Sunday's event, you can report to us that uh, there are some amazing things going on on the campus up at Yeshiva University as it relates to REITs even beyond this coming Sunday's Chag Smicha. Yeah, the campus really is 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 alive in so many ways. Um, I think that very often people look at the headlines about YU um, and don't get a sense for what's really going on. Um, we we recently had a crew from a uh, from a, a particular Jewish magazine come that weren't so familiar with YU. And uh, after meeting in my office, we took them down to the base medrash, and they were absolutely shocked. I mean, there are, there are 950 guys sitting for morning seder between two bate medrash. Uh, you can barely get a seat, not just for the chag asmicha, you can barely get a seat in the two bate medrash. We right. used to, as many people know, we had the what's called now the old base medrash um, between 186th and 187th, and then we opened up a new base medrash with f- over 500 seats, 
uh, and somehow they're both full at this point. Um, so what what it's sometimes hard to see is the tremendous amount of just sheer Torah learning that's going on uptown, the women's campus, of course, in Stern, uh, but just the sheer amount of, of Torah, of song, of dance, of so many things that are going on on campus just on a regular basis. And you and you're citing, uh, I assume, when this crew came from the magazine, they were watching essentially what we would call morning seder. You haven't even touched on what goes on at night up at yeah, Yeshiva University. It's, it's it's alive till very 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 late at night. And the, uh, the night seder and what's going on. Uh, we now have uh, also exciting uh, thing. We have Rabbi Moshe Weinberger right. with us, as many people know. So uh, we just had a had a fabrengen, which is a little new to yeshiva. <laughs> Certainly not becoming a Hasidish yeshiva I, so quickly. I hope someone's noting all this. Someone is. This will make a good book. At there some is point. actually someone doing a uh, a paper on. Uh, there's a an older fellow doing on what they call neo Hasidus in YU to study the phenomenon. But it's important for people to understand, and and Rabbi Weinberger would be the first to say this. It's it's not a question of. Uh, of the yeshiva becoming Hasidish. The learning, the Torah learning, the brisker learning is still the core. But there's a need for a spark, especially with this door. There's really a need for a spark with this generation. And, uh, he's there to add that, to add that, that spark, that singing, that ruach. And it's been a wonderful experience with him. Rabbi Menachem Penner in our studio. One of the, uh, as we mentioned, the night seder and the different things that are going on on a daily basis. People should note, that when you refer to morning seder, the 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 young men have the opportunity. Essentially, I know this isn't always true because obviously they're college students and a million other things going on in their lives. But essentially, they have the opportunity to dedicate some morning hours to Torah study. When you mention the night seder, they're usually juggling like you know five six different things aside from mm-hmm. you know all their academics that they have to take care of outside of the base measure. So the night seder might be an even greater phenomenon than the hundreds you mentioned that are there in the morning. Yeah, it, it's amazing. It's amazing that they can devote the uh, the time that they do. Um, most of them are not, even though we're celebrating the rabbis, most of them are not going into right. the professional rabbinate. They're going into careers, and yet they're dedicating an enormous number of hours a day to learning. Um, they're there on Shabbos. They're there uh, around the clock. Uh, and it's very exciting to see. It's very inspiring. Yeah, it really is amazing. Um, Rabbi Penner is here. Chagas Micha coming up Sunday up at Yeshiva University with uh, 230, you said? 230. 230 who will be receiving their Smicha. Uh, are you still in touch with those who are around the country at this point? Do they come back to YU either figuratively or literally for, I don't know, advice or courses or direction because you know it's a complicated world out there right now we've noticed that it is a very complicated <laughs> world we have in the last uh, four years in particular really started about eight years ago with the four years uh tripled the amount of training that they get f- in terms of the professional rabbinate before they leave before they leave they are at a place that rabbis really never have been in terms of their professional training pastoral rabbinics speaking uh, practical rabbinics um they see a tremendous amount in the classroom because they're going to see a tremendous amount once they leave. Uh, but they are constantly in touch. The Center for the Jewish Future runs continuing education, Yerche Kalas. They have the, the honor of working with Rabbi Jacob J. Schachter. And they're in constant touch with their Rashi Yeshiva. Constant touch with their Rashi Yeshiva because it's hard to know really what it's like in the real community. Uh, you know, they start as interns in their fourth year. But they see so much in the first couple of years, and they're constantly in touch, and they're constantly back. I wonder if, because uh, we mentioned uh, the class, so to speak, of 1964 earlier, 
I wonder how many of those veteran rabbis would think twice about going into the rabbinate in this generation. It, it is a it is a much different field, and there's a tremendous amount expected of the rabbi. Um, in terms of his knowledge, his worldly knowledge, his pastoral skills. Um, yeah, look how educated so many congregants are yeah, at this point. Yeah, there is, uh, I mean, I'm a shul rabbi myself, right. and I know that there's just a tremendous amount of expectations of what the rab- the roles that the rabbi is going to play. Uh, so the young fellows need to be educated up and down. They need to understand even just fields of medicine, fields of halacha and how they relate to medicine. Uh, legal issues. They need to know this stuff because they're heading into the real world. All right, unbelievable. Um, all right, not that it would be fair to <laughs> to to go through your roster uh, person by person, but you do have a very distinguished list of rabbis who are giving shiurim or teaching Torah academic classes and lecturing on a daily basis. And that essentially, uh, I, I don't even know if this is a sensitive topic or not, I'm just curious, it essentially stays the same year to year? I mean, you have a, a are there new rabbeim that uh, that started at the beginning of this school year? Is there generally some type of turnover? Or res- yeah, there there are always new young rabbeim, um, especially because the yeshiva continues to grow. Uh, uh, so just sheer admission size. Admission yeah. is, is continuing to go up and up. And, uh, and we do have, we've put a lot of program, uh, a lot of attention at this point in the undergraduate level. Uh, we have so many students that uh, that are looking for more than just high-level Gemara. We have Gedole Yisrael and the Yeshiva, uh, as many people know, but we're trying to bring in more Rabbeim that also can relate to the students who are looking for something more, who are looking for much more guidance, who are looking for uh, much more of a, a helping hand, a lot more chizuk. So not only Hasidic Rabbeim. Not only Hasidic Rabbeim, <laughs> no, not only Hasidic Rabbeim. Many, many uh, young, fine as Rabbi Weinberger is a, is a fine Talmud Chacham. Uh, but there's, there's a tremendous amount of excitement on the ground. Uh, is there a big difference? Uh, sorry for keep referring back to the 50 years, but mm-hmm. it's a natural uh, uh, a way of, uh, you know, natural point of reference because of this conversation. Is there a big difference in the curriculum to actually receive rabbinic ordination these days? Uh, with each, uh, pa- I'd say each every five years probably, there are more things added to the curriculum. So it always gets more. Yeah, the the smicha curriculum in YU is very very intense. Uh, are there people pushing for a five year program? There are people who are pushing for more and more. Yeah, because because it, it, it depends a lot on what you're going into. Certainly, if if a young fellow is going into the shul rabbinate, the amount that he needs to know. Uh, in terms of the Arba Chelke Shulchan Aruch, in terms of practical things, in terms of just how much Torah he needs to have under his belt, um, we could easily train them for 10 years. I mean, I could easily devise a curriculum for what it would take for 10 years, but uh, the community needs them. So uh, what our primary goal is to give them the tools to be able to learn. We can't teach any Talmud within four years uh, every halachic area they need to know. We right. want to tease them. We want to open them to it. We want to have them be basically familiar. But most of all, we want them to be Talmudic Chachamim because much of the learning they're going to have to continue to do once they're in the field. Are the poskim, the rabbinic decisors that are at Yeshiva University, overwhelmed at this point because their their tree of Talmidim has grown to the point where there are branches everywhere? Uh, they certainly are, are around the clock. Um, Rabbi Herschel Schechter, for example, is answering Shilas all day and all night. Um, and uh, there are Baruch Hashem, many, many of the Rosh Yeshiva are really counted as poskim in the community. All right. Um, and, uh, and they have different ways of being accessed. You know, many of them now really working with texts and cell phones and things like that. I don't think poskim of old answered <laughs> so many questions. 
uh, on uh, with digital media. But uh, but I know even as a show rabbi, I'm not paskening. I'm just answering a lot of shilas. Right. But I'd say at least half of the shilas that I get are on uh, are on texts. Are on MMS pictures. Some one of my one of my balabatim is on vacation in Jamaica, and they want to show me a hashkacha, and they're online in a store, and, and they uh, want an immediate answer. And they want an immediate answer. <laughs> That's the blessing and the curse of uh, of being wired all it's the time. It's unbelievable. Do you have any preview of the message that Rabbi Shechter or Rabbi Rosenzweig will give the Muswachim this coming Sunday? Um, I think that Rabbi Rosenzweig is going to be speaking about different types of leadership. Um, leadership of Moshe, leadership of Yehoshua. Um, our slogan for this Chag Asmicha is really ready to lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're encouraging our Talmidim to really move into leadership positions, really take the message of the yeshiva out as far as they can. And Rabbi Shechter is going to speak about Psak, because that is a, a big issue now, um, about being careful with Psak, about uh, making sure that the, that the Torah and the tradition is a very delicate treasure, and needs to be handled very delicately and very careful and uh, what to talk to the students about what they are ready to do and even perhaps what they're not exactly, you know, which areas they should be careful to tread. All right, and if it's uh, a very sensitive area, he would he would probably uh, recommend a face-to-face long conversation with a respected rabbi. With a respected to, rabbi. To be right. able There's to There's so many issues in the community today and uh, and, and, and just... Asking someone, what do you think? You know, what's your opinion? That certainly was the tradition of Rabbi Soloveitchik, for the Talmudin to come back and sit and ask him what he thinks. Um, and uh, it's something we're, we're trying to get to the students um, to, to, to lead, to look forward, but always to have an eye and to say, what are, the, what are the, my mentors and teachers, what are they thinking and what can they add to this conversation? Rabbi Mark Menachem Penner is the acting dean of REITs. The big day is this coming Sunday. What city were you serving in when your Chagas Micha was going on? I was in Lincoln Square Synagogue. Oh, so you were in the area. Oh, I was in the area. Oh, you meant you weren't out of town. You I meant, wasn't out of town. You no. missed it only no, no. in terms of when the, uh, and then after Correct. three years. Of, you were in Lincoln Square at that point. I was in Lincoln Square Synagogue, yeah. yeah. What we now call the old building. We call the old building, <laughs> the old base medrash. Have you seen the new building The yet? old base medrash, Baruch Hashem. Pretty Baruch nice, Hashem. huh? Baruch Hashem. <laughs> but we actually have fellows coming in from all over the world, fellows hailing from all over the world. We have graduates from Russia, from uh from Who are uh, serving as Eretz rabbis Israel. in Russia? They're not serving right now. Actually, that came in uh, in order to get uh, to get smicha. We have a fellow who's teaching in France right now, uh, who will be in, um, and fellows from sixty different uh, sixty different cities uh, will be represented, as long as as well as large groups. We have about fifty people, fifty young men from Bergen County, wow. which is such a such a st- such a statement about where Bergen County has come. That's right. I mean, fifty, 50 young men who are getting smicha from Bergen County is very very exciting. Unbelievable. The Chag Smicha convocation is this coming Sunday, officially at twelve noon. Jay Schottenstein will receive. The Eitz Chaim Award, or by Gedalia Dov Schwartz, the Harav Yosef Dov Halevi Salavechik Zatzal Aluf Torah Award, and the classes who participated in the Chag Asmicha of 1964 will be celebrating their 50th anniversary of their ordination. The stars of the day, however, with all these distinguished names, the stars of the day will be the 230 Musmachim, those who have gotten their rabbinic ordination over the last four years, who get to celebrate together with their families this coming Sunday up at Yeshiva University. The event is essentially sold out, as we described. There are ways to be on the campus to see it. 
uh, at, at remote locations outside of Lamport Auditorium, then obviously participate in the big celebration afterwards. There will be plenty of room on the streets for everybody to dance afterwards, right? That's true. And if people go to www.reets.edu, they can watch it live stream. It's it's worth it to to to, to just look in for a few minutes. The a few uh, procession, minutes we get to hear the speeches. The procession. Well, but certainly just to just, it's one thing to hear the speeches. It's another thing just to get a sense of the magic that's in the room. The processions end about uh, 12.20, and then the program starts, and the, the fellows will be called up a little after 1 o'clock, uh, one by one, one fifteen, and just to see the grandeur of it, and to see really the Kavada Torah, to see the Kavada Torah, it's really, in a sense, an olam hafuch. You know, we live in a community where we, we do give tremendous value to Torah, but we also... Hey, listen, you know, a Jewish mom wants her boy <laughs> sometimes to go into medicine, sometimes to go Some into... Some want both. Some, I've, want heard, I've, I've heard that occasionally <laughs> they may want them. And it's just a day where, where, uh, where, the, where the boys who went into learning and are going into serving the Jewish community are put up on a pedestal. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing to watch. One of the greatest speeches I have ever heard in my life was a recording, and boy, do I wish I had the recording now. And if anybody out there has a video or audio recording of this, please forward it to me. Maybe it's in your the archives of your office, right, Penner? In 1986, Rabbi Lamb, as then president of the university, mm-hmm. right, after that chancellor, but then he was president of the university, right. delivered one of the most unbelievable speeches. In 1986, Chag HaSmicha, with such unbelievable pride in being the type of Jews that we are proud to be, and just phenomenal. Anybody out there, if you have it, it was also published, by the way, in an actual, it was such an amazing... That was Eliyahu and Elisha, I, was that one? I don't remember. He had a number of very you know, it's famous funny. speeches. Eliyahu and Elisha may have been that one. It may have been that one, but it, it, the, the, but it's funny, the highlights of that speech that I remember is, is not the references to Tanakh. It was, it was some of the most amazing things he said uh, uh, aside from that. But it's very possible that that's the same one. The backbone is mentioned in the speech. Mm-hmm. Is that the same one? Backbone is mentioned in the speech. In, in an era, he says in that speech, in an era where, I wish I'd get this quote right, something like in an era where back pain is so, is so common among people or, you know, back problems is so common. You need to have a spine. You need to have a backbone. Obviously talking about leadership, of course. Right. Anyway, so um, it, it, that's one that I recommend. If anybody has a recording, please send it over. And it was published as a separate pamphlet. That's how powerful a speech yeah, it many was. of his Chagasmich drushes have been published. Uh, there, there, a lot of classic things have been said. And there should be this Sunday, too. Has Rabbi Lamb indicated whether he'll be able to make it this coming Sunday? Amir Tzashem, Rabbi Lamb, will be there. We'll be in the front and the stage. It is difficult for him. But uh, he knows how important it is to all of us that he be there in the front. Wow. Uh, it's really going to be so. We'll also that. be having actually uh, Rabbi Yankalovich. Uh, Rabbi Yankalovich. At the uh, young age of? At the young age of. Uh, <laughs> he's up there. <laughs> he's up there. He's up there. When we, he, he learned in the Mir, and I don't mean the Mir in, uh, in Brooklyn. <laughs> in, in Brooklyn or Yerushalayim. Um, he is the senior Rosh Yeshiva now by, by far, and uh, having him on stage is really a link to the Masorah. There, there aren't there many people that just having them in the room is a living link to the Masora. So we're very excited. Rabbi Yankalovich and Mitzvah will be there as well. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, any information you need, use the email address, chag5774 at yu.edu, chag5774 at yu. 
Edu. Rabbi Penner, I say Mazal Tov to you. Thank you so much. To you and to all the uh, Musmachim. It's really going to be an amazing event, uh, completely sold out. But as we said, there are ways for you to be on campus to see the Chagas Micha and, of course, to participate in the amazing celebration afterwards. Uh, Mazal Tov to all the Talmidim. And uh, thank you for uh, the report on what's happening up at Yeshiva University. We read a lot about what's going on. It's great to hear your perspective this morning. Great. Great Rabbi to see you. A pleasure. Rabbi Menachem Mark Penner, who is the uh, acting dean of REITs, or Rabbi Isaac Alchanan Theological Seminary up at YU, and uh, his uh, 230 musmachim will be uh, celebrating. Those who received smicha, rabbinic ordination over the last four years, will be celebrating this coming Sunday. It is a Tuesday morning broadcast, and you're listening to JM in the AM. <laughs>
Malta, Imanu Bikol Yom. Eret Shehichalta, Al Birkat Shalom. Eret Shehichal,
Jakob Schwecki with that uh, brand new one. Kamu Vanez, is the name of that selection. It's a great one off of the Kolot CD. Before that, Baruch Levine with Toda. You heard Hadron, which we dedicated. Uh, that comes from the Dirshu album. We dedicated that to the uh, Musmachim up at Yeshiva University who have their big Chag Asmicha this coming Sunday. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JMA. My thanks to Ray Penner for joining us this morning and celebrating with us. Tomorrow we're going to get an OL update, and it's not just a regular OL update. Tomorrow we're going to find out about a very, very interesting event that OHEL is going to be hosting uh, in the month of May. And I mean interesting. This is really going to be interesting. Tomorrow in the 7 o'clock hour, we will discuss a brand new OHEL event, which again, I think uh, many people are going to find fascinating. <laughs> I'll have that for you tomorrow morning right here. At JM in the AM. Reminder, the free large print Haggadahs are available for the visually impaired and reading disabled from the JBI library. If you'd like the, uh, the, uh, free large print Haggadah, you contact the JBI library as soon as you can. 
1-800-999-6476. That's 1-800-999-6476. And you can get the free large print Haggadah. A reminder from all of us here at JM and AM. Don't forget our social media outlets. You want to like the uh, the page Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel. Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel. Make sure to like that page on Facebook. Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel. On Twitter at Nachum Siegel Net at Nachum Siegel Net. Hey, I'm Mazel Tov going out to uh, Nachum Siegel Network members, Aviva and Daniel Gordon. They had a brand, brand new baby boy last night. Mazal Tov, Aviva, and Daniel Gordon, again celebrating the birth of a brand new baby boy. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Nothing like uh, waking up the world to some wonderful news, and that is a great piece of news. Mazal Tov again from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, the Jewish Reaction Show happens this morning at 9 a.m., right after JM in the AM. Fifteen minutes from now, Ellie Hagler will have the world premiere of a brand-new Jewish music album. David Schlusselberg's debut album will be featured on the show. He sings, plays piano, guitar, cello, and violin. Uh, they'll also do some Purim music and discuss some Yachad programming. It's all happening between 9 and 10 this morning, right after JM and the AM. David Schlusselberg and the debut of his brand-new CD with Ellie Hagler on the Jewish Reaction Show. At 10 o'clock this morning... I have a couple of distinguished guests who are going to join me as we discuss the brand new Magerman edition Sitter for Kids. It's a brand new Sidur for kindergartners and around, and for kids around that age. There's also a brand new Sitter for teens and adults. And they're all part of the Magerman educational series. Uh, they're brand new from our friends at Cohen Publications. I will discuss it all coming up between 10 and 11 this morning in our stream at jmnam.org before ZK begins the live lunch. Well, yesterday we debuted Ellie Schwabel's brand new single entitled Yaga. Here it is for you at JM in the AM.
it's about what you do, do you love what you do, do you put what you got into it? Everybody's got something that they love, but they just can't find a way.
Shlomo Katz off of the uh, CD entitled Malay Olam that's called Hazorim Bidima 
here at JM in the AM. Wrapping things up on a Tuesday reminder coming up on our stream, Ellie Hagler with a brand new CD. He'll be uh, debuting between 9 and 10 this morning on the Jewish Reaction Show. I can, I'm going to speak with a couple of uh, people who are responsible for the the brand new children's seed door that has been released that seems to be the talk of the town, the Magerman Edition uh, children's sitter. You'll uh, hear that conversation between 10 and 11 this morning in our stream at jmtheam.org. At 11 o'clock, ZK is going to be conducting a live lunch. Make sure to be tuned in all day long and enjoy our programming. On Facebook, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel. Make sure to like that page and follow all of our updates and uh, be up to date on what's going on out there. Tomorrow, OHEL with a big announcement. You've heard some interesting events over the years that OHEL has run. I don't know if there's any more interesting than the one that they're going to announce tomorrow. (laughs) It's a very unusual event, to say the least, taking place in the month of May, and we'll discuss it tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. Those of you who have not had an opportunity to support us during Fundraising Marathon 2014, the Instant Pledge Box is still up. At the very top of jmnam.org, just go to that box right now, pledge what you can, and help support us for another year at JM in the AM. Achenu Israel and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.